0: To 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 to
1: this is Headline to Table, a D&D podcast where me, your host, Christopher, gives our Dungeon Master West say hello,
2: bo- 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 a
1: current or historical event to adapt into a one-off campaign for our lowly, servile, pawn scum Disgusting. to perform for Disgusting. our delights mm. and for our hatreds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like that one more? I like both I like, of I, them. I like it. All right. Are you ready to hear this episode's subject matter? Lay it on my ear holes. Um, how familiar are you with uh, Grigory Rasputin? Rasputin? Yes. Like, like the guy who was killed in the horrible way The mad monk himself. Uh, uh, semi like one to ten, three. Okay, so I'm going to say right now, historical purists, you can get out. Because we're going <laughs> to lean right into the mythology of Rasputin. That he's a man of mystery. There are lots of strange stories about him. There's lots of tabloid, you know, gossip and misinformation because he was such a hated man. The mm-hmm. history is murky. We're going to just w- wallow in that. About the the Disney Anastasia. We're gonna, we're gonna skim over that part. Yeah. So there's no bat. There's no this bat situation. In, the, in that. And What's no his first name? The, Grigori. He was a Russian mystic for the uninitiated, known as the Mad Monk, who was kind of a self-proclaimed holy man who uh, befriended um, Tsar Nicholas II, the last monarch of Russia, during the early 1900s. And he arose to prominence when he ingratiated himself with the royal family for allegedly faith-healing their son, who was sick. And this got him great favor in... In the courts, and he became a very powerful figure. The the czar's wife loved him and swore by him and thought he was just a magic man. Um, And the more power he got, the more ruin he put upon people's lives. He became just like a he fucked anything that moved, drunk constantly. He was always getting into fights. Everybody hated him except for that royal family. (laughs) After many years of kind of just being a fixture there, and having kind of the, the 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 lords and the the nobles and the politicians all just despising him and his every move he was just constantly a thorn in their side for for years. But Rasputin survived one assassination attempt when this woman like just gutted him and he somehow lived with a knife. And finally some Russian nobles came in to finish the job and they executed a an assassination that has become the mythic in quality mm-hmm. especially because the only account of the assassination is from one of the nobles and he gave a very uh, fantastic account of how this assassination went you seem to know something about it since you immediately I don't know specifically it was just like a bunch of like he was burned his balls chopped off yeah see this like... is this is the urban legends yeah. the historical legend here if you believe the guy who orchestrated the I murder do. okay Completely. Uh, basically, they first attempted to poison him. They invited him to a party where there were no attendees. They gave him food and drink laced heavily with cyanide, which he seemingly ingested to no ill effect. <laughs> While they stood around waiting for him to die, he drunkenly just continued to eat. Finally, one of them produced a gun, shot him in the chest, and he just like violently thrashed until he stopped moving. They took him to another location, trying to do this very elaborate ski. They dressed a man up like him. And, was he still alive after the gunshot? Well, they presumed him to be dead, but after they moved his body, he surged back to life and attacked them and was <laughs> shot numerous Jeez. more times, including in the forehead, took his body and wrapped it up and dumped him in a river. So he survived a knifing previously. He'd been shot multiple times and poisoned. (laughs) And uh, that's his death is what people remember the most, I think, is this insane assassination where, like you said, he got his balls chopped off. There's a myth around his dick, like the people pass around this photo of a horse dick in a jar that they say is Rasputin's from some... Uh, museum but not true yeah i want the rasputin assassination to be Mm -hmm. the campaign i want pawns to have to kill somebody who's seemingly unkillable and continues to shrug them (laughs) off And who, and who seems to be oblivious to the fact that he's being assassinated <laughs> at times.
2: It's like a Pink Panther sketch <laughs> it's like what it sounds yes. like. Whatever the reason, these pawns are trying to assassinate this hated member in this community. And maybe they have somebody on the inside who's giving them the tools they need to carry out several different assassinations. Here's this poison you could... You can light him on fire. Here's this weapon. I know where he'll be sleeping here. Um, you can drown him in the river. You can do all these things. But, you know, just somehow make him go through, like, three or four
1: assassination attempts. Yeah. I don't know what that would end up looking like in terms of making it fair to them, but also stacking the odds against them.
2: I'm the I'm the dungeon master. You whatever can do I whatever. say it goes.
1: <laughs> That's true. You're the dookie master. Yeah from my feelings. <laughs> so what do you do you, you think that's your initial thought? But in terms mm-hmm. of a setting or a place or whatever, it could be anywhere. What do you yeah. what do you think? What what is, what race is this guy? What's his deal? Oh man. But I mean, I don't know enough about the various races, but I guess I think of like an orc maybe as being kind You're of like A racist. That's <laughs> true. You are race being the <laughs> Yeah, it could be orc. Um I
2: think it's something foreign, something different than human humans and
1: elves. What if what if Rasputin is a player, is a pawn who's been allowed to create a super beefed up character? Ooh. It could be funny to hear somebody just laughing as the other players try to assassinate them fruitlessly. So that that
2: is good. I like that. <laughs> Are they going to play at the same time? Yeah. So they're just – they're basically an NPC. They're not making the decisions to move the story one way or the other.
1: It's just he's, he's <laughs> yeah, there. Things are happening to he's them. He's there whenever they – show up. So that's a good point. So the person wouldn't really be having agency, but but they would be a physical embodiment. Maybe that's you, dog. Maybe that's me. I, I should be the Rasputin. I think you should
2: be Rasputin. I think <laughs> so that'd be I don't really decide what's going on. You don't but I'll need just try no D&D super often and if I tell you to roll a dice, you can roll a dice. Probably won't happen very often, <laughs> okay. but maybe I'll I'll put up a character sheet for you and maybe it's just this person has so many resistances and mm. immunities. You probably won't have a whole lot of That's things, fine. but like when they do approach you, you become him, and if there's any dialogue, you take over his
1: uh, as Rasputin. Yeah, I like that too because I, I think in this situation, we don't want Rasputin to be a character that... Uh, that tur- turns around and like fights back all crazily necessarily because that's not this that's not really what the yeah, story is. He the just like Anastasia. continues to survive. Uh-huh. So I could just be the voice of that character. Do we want to put it in like a ticking clock scenario where it's like if you don't assassinate him in this by morning, Rasputin is going to sign some papers or yeah. put a spell on somebody just so that it's sort of like you got to kill him tonight or else something horrible is going to happen. Maybe if it's all takes place in one night. So
2: these assassinations in the lure
1: of Rasputin—did they all happen like in the same day? Well, the the stabbing was before. Um, Like, I think it had been years, years before. But there was like he was not even supposed to be able to. I wish I could remember. He—it was a bad thing and he yeah, survived it, the, 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 it yeah. the poisoning attempt and the gunshots and all that was allegedly in one night where he just continually surged back so what does and failure look like
2: I, I mean, they if, die or they fail to kill him within, but within time? the
1: time limit but it's just comically difficult to stop him from doing anything as he just like stumbles from <laughs> so I could like
2: make a list of let's say like kind of improvise if they come up with something I'm not ready for like come up with a list of like 12 15 different ways to assassinate them broadly fired poison stabbing sh- shooting drowning and just be like all right he's immune to all of these except these two and it takes them the they have to figure it out until they get to one of those two
1: so wait, they wouldn't hear this. No, no they, no, they would kind of just that be, would be bumbling through. Me and you. They yeah. would be kind of bumbling through attempt after attempt, like mm-hmm. just fruitlessly trying to get it done. No, I'm, okay. I'm ready. I think All right, this will be good. so it sounds like you got something to go on. How many people do we think are, should be trying to get him? Two if, or three. Yeah, two or three. If I'm going to be, obviously, I'm not going to be like taking turns or whatever. But if I'm another voice, do we want three or do we want two? Three, three. I think three is the max. I think two... two and, we'll say two or three. Yeah. Two or three people, then, yeah. trying to assassinate this Well, figure. they're not people. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're two lesser than... Literally. Bags of meat that can fucking bleat their whatever ghastly noises they make into the microphones mm-hmm. just for several hours, and I'll try to cut out the best bits, whatever. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, yeah, you, know, you should just do them all. Do all the parts. <laughs> do all the parts. All right, we'll touch base later. Later. Okay. All right. West has created something, a campaign or something or other. If you hear voices in the background, it's our pawns creating their characters in the other room and hopefully not listening to us. We talked about this already, obviously, in our intro where I gave you this thing, but what have you come up with? kind of the key idea
2: here is he was insanely hard to assassinate you know you, so the
1: story goes
2: so the story goes depending on what you believe like they he was stabbed and he lived and he was shot and he lived and poisoned and lived and all these different things so i'm going to put them through uh a couple scenarios where they are tasked with assassinating this uh, Rasputin character. Well, who is this Rasputin character? This uh, Rasputin
1: <clears throat> character's name is
2: Rakuman, mm. and he is going to be played by our very own producer.
1: I'm going to be sitting in as Rakuman Rakumi. with, with a very questionable Russian, but probably will veer more into Romanian It'll <laughs> probably... accent. Yeah, so, so... so basically, they're going to be tasked with assassinating this character and they'll have a series of opportunities that will but it'll be very difficult yeah now
2: i'll get into the details as to why they would assassinate him and who's tasking them to assassinate them Mm -hmm. as we get into the campaign but that's in a nutshell that's it and and you've kind
1: of you've kind of created a an orc village where he's taken on the same half i'm sorry you've created everyone in the village just so happens to be a half orc yeah and he's taken on a similar It's kind of a spiritual advisor, leader role, where he's kind of snaking his way to power. Yeah,
2: like a charlatan sneaking his way into the royal family, making a very aggressive power grab. Okay. Most people distrust him and hate him,
1: although the ladies seem to like him. Mm. Mmm. Alright, the pawns, as we said, are creating their characters now, so I guess we will just uh, skip ahead to when they have those ready.
2: Holler. Holler.
0: <laughs> we I'm not. I'm not here to try to slut shame. It's more. No, <laughs> you of... just did slut shame. <laughs> I You're didn't... not blaming Dean. it no. was all on Dean. <clears throat> you know what? There, there's two to tango, and she was one half of the tango. <laughs> if she wasn't around to tango, then maybe Dean would have just uh, demolished his marriage himself rather than use Rory.
2: Welcome everybody to another episode of Headline to Table. We have our two pawns here. Sitting to the left and right of me, and producer Chris on the other end of the table. What up? Hi. So I'm going to go around, tell me a little bit about yourself, how long you've played D&D, and tell me a little bit about your character. Uh, Jordan, let's start with you, Pawn.
0: Alright, so I've been on plenty of previous installments of Headline to Table. I've been playing for a better part of two and a half years, maybe almost three years now. It's It's been a great adventure.
1: Jordan, what's a favorite episode of Headline to Table you've been on so far?
0: That I've been on... I am um, a really I really like the OK Corral. Okay. Um, that's probably... I want to say that one is my favorite, but it's a close tie between... Uh, well, it is the episode about battling the forces who are going to be taking over the Keebler Elves. Tell me about your character, Guy. So, uh, my character... Um, as uh, the DM told us that we needed to do half orcs at level two, um, I have Shanty Seabreeze, who is a <laughs> war cleric. And the thing about Shanty Seabreeze is, as a penance for himself, when his ship with his uh, with his crew that he rolled with all died in a storm, he landed ashore and. He became a cleric to the goddess of the sea. At this point, uh, he just joins uh, ships for hire to help ward them off from the storms and uh, uses his, his divinity towards his god and his prayers and his knowledge of the sea to help guide ships through his, for safe passage.
2: Thank you, Jordan, or shanty sea breeze, as you will now be called. We have a newcomer to the podcast. Uh, Jeff, why don't you tell us a little bit bit about yourself, how many times you played D&D, and tell us about your character.
3: Uh, Yeah, sure. So I am what I would consider a real noob at this. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I've probably played six D&D sessions.
2: It too. went on for like you probably paid a like year 10 a half.
3: 12. All right, clearly I'm wrong. Thanks <laughs> wow. for correcting me everyone. We're going to go with whatever number they think is right. They just <laughs> jumped down your throat real quick. Um but yeah, I guess uh I'm I'm feeling completely uh out of my element here. I uh, I made a uh I made a monk which I've never played in my life. Beautiful. Um so yeah, I mean I guess I can wing a backstory. I feel really inadequate after Jordan's, uh, shanty tale over there. Um, <laughs> what's, but,
2: your, what's your, uh, what's your monk's name? Uh, I went with
3: Khan. I guess I, uh, picked a hermit half orc also. Uh, so I figured that would be an easy backstory to go over. I literally did nothing, uh, for most of my life. Um, and, uh, yeah, this, uh, Khan has horrible, Horrible, horrible personal skills here with a charisma of seven, negative two. If you're keeping track, it's
1: that hermit life. <laughs> it's that hermit life. <laughs> so yeah, I guess uh, I guess that's my character. What's Sweet. Khan's love language? <laughs> I'm gonna have
3: to
2: go. I bet it's not with quality gifts. time. Okay, yes. <laughs> okay. So you got a reclusive hermit monk and a and a salty. Sail Clear a
0: Cabin it. Boy. Cabin Boy. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Alright, we got your character set, we got our pawns on the board. Um we jump into it. This campaign takes place in the half orc village of Resburg. This is built upon the ruins of an elven town that was vanquished hundreds of years ago. The thick, marshy lands that surround Resberg creates an ever-present mist that clings to the primitive buildings and those that inhabit it. The sounds of swamp birds, flies, and other muddy critters fill the air, and the occasional gator can be seen inching their way around the village's wood barriers. Resberg is ruled unquestionably by the Iron Hand of Chief Nico and his ruling family. There is a distinction between the classes, between the ruling class, the clergy that worship the orc god of Bogtru, the guards, and the laboring citizens. Although some races may see this as a strict and repressive society, Resberg is held in high esteem to all half-orcs, and is often referred to as the Green Gem of the South. The tribe is enriched in tradition and ceremony, and some mysterious new decrees are said to be bringing about new, sweeping changes that can change life for all of its inhabitants. But what are they? Why are they so shrouded in mystery? Shanty Seabreeze and Khan are actually cousins. Shanty Seabreeze is back to his hometown on a short shore leave visiting his family. Checking on the status of of his uh, hometown of Resburg, Khan the Hermit came back from his isolation out in the swamp to visit with his cousin Shanty Seabreeze. They find themselves reuniting under the familiar home that they shared long ago. You both find yourself in your old in your old family's hut, where many of the cousins and uncles and nephews all all spend a lot of their time you were actually requested by the, the oldest living male relative Ildor he has summoned you to his chamber you both respect him as a holy man of the clergy here in town
0: I look over to Khan and I uh, I extend my hand I was like oh my boy you've come out of the you've come out of the swamp to see us I haven't seen you in in many years
3: yeah, I smelled you from a mile away.
0: <laughs> oh, I could say the same. You've been bathing in the swamp. Why don't you come onto a real ship? Get out of the swamp. Come to the ocean. Come see the come see the sea and the open waters. Why don't you take a break from that exhilarating lifestyle and take a moment
3: to reflect on what you could be doing to this family?
0: They don't really care about me. I'm <laughs> out here. My family was my crew. This is just the family I was born with, not the family I chose. Now, now, boys, stop bickering.
2: Hildor enters the room. I called you here for a reason. There's are dark times in Resberg. I don't know how much you know yet, but a former priest of my faction named Rakumin has left the order and is claiming he's personally responsible for the healing of the chief's son, Agex. Though everyone knows this man to be nothing more than a charlatan and a con man. Except for, unfortunately, the chief and his royal family. Everyone you come across hates this man, other than the ruling class that keeps him well-fed and well-clothed and under protection. He is a wild drunk and sleeps with every woman, even my own, even my own Ovac, your dear aunt. She has left me for him, as he wipes a tear from his, from his crusty half-orc cheek. So, he needs to be gone. I'm not proud of this but a week back I sent an assassin out to kill him the blade that he stuck in his belly did not finish the job but I need somebody to, to finish this once and for all. I called you both here to restore the honor of your family and the future of this village. You must kill Rakumin <coughs> You must kill Raccoon. There's a decree he will be signing tomorrow midday, which will make him the lone voice of the gods in this town, which will make all of the clergy here, including myself, obsolete. I fear we'll be ran out or killed. You must do this, my boys. So, just to be clear, he likes drinking.
3: He's still your woman. Your aunt! And now you just want us to kill him because he's powerful? shh. shh. Oh. He's gonna destroy this... Seems reasonable. I I don't... He's...
0: What is... What is keeping you here in this village? It sounds like this place is... We get rid of... We get rid of him. What is... What is to say that somebody else won't roll in here and do the same thing? That we're powerless...
2: Unique set of circumstances that put him in the position he's at. We've never seen uh, anyone come in here with a silver tongue like him. Capture the attention of the ruling class... All the stars must have aligned with that sick boy and his miraculous recovery. Rakumin coming into the picture and claiming responsibility for it. I'm not like you boys. I can't just leave. I was born here. I'm gonna die here. I'll fight to the end to keep the tradition and the honor of our family and Resberg as a whole as it is. Well. Please, I beg you. If not for me, for your aunt for your
0: she's a lost cause yeah I was
2: gonna say she's, she's in the bed she made man.
0: she's not a lost <laughs> cause alright alright
3: I still love her
0: I don't know if it's reciprocated but live not for her for the town
2: you came from leave us without this parasite and then go on with your lives I, I pray that you'll do this for me before my time comes but we must act fast what do you say For the ocean. <laughs> for the ocean!
3: I can understand your need uh, for freedom, and I, I, you know, I can get behind you in helping with
2: this. I have this. He sets down on the table one vial and one pouch. I won't tell you how to do it, but this may help. This vial is a potent poison called Kingbreaker. Just a few drops should do. This pouch contains an equally potent poison, but in powder form. It is called night dust. Whether that's breathed in or dropped into his food or drink, that should also get the job done. Though, if you find a better way to do it, by all means, please, just rid the town of this monstrosity.
0: Do you know what god that he supposedly follows? Uh... The god of strength, Bogtru,
2: as we all do. At least that's what he claims.
0: Is he a is he a frail, weakling, shrimp of a man? He's not.
2: He's not small, but his strength is not in his physical power. He is a He is a. He has a sharp mind, and a quick tongue.
0: I slam my maul like, on the ground. I'm like, oh, oh Jesus! <laughs> the sea. We'll see how strong he is.
2: <laughs> I, spent, I spent all the last few weeks tracing his whereabouts. He's very hard to pin down his location as he's constantly under... Um, has a guard contingency of at least two guards with him. And I hear rumor of him going out in disguise or making his way to areas unseen. Though, I do have information that he'll be attending the the nightly bazaar tonight which you know to be a gathering of many of the common folk in the uh, village square where different tents and shops are set up he is uh rumored to be there tonight i know not why but i have good information he will be there all right so you both South. have you both have a couple hours if you choose to go to the bazaar tonight and uh I'll leave it to you guys to decide uh, what you want to do in the meantime. If you want to do some downtown downtime activities, or seek any information, or do any shopping, I it's would all just up assume
3: jump headlong into this and start to investigate how. Yeah, we can...
0: I'm a, I'm all for that. We could start wandering around to different areas where meet people, try to try to glean information. Is um, Silently it, it, and swiftly as we can
3: it sounds like he's made many enemies. Uh, I think we could find some allies in the clergy um, and maybe get some information if he is indeed um
2: clergy is he clergy so he was a member of the so this town has like one sect of clergy, and then that they're all kind of worked as a team, supported the ruling class, supported the working class, everyone but rakumin after claiming responsibility for that miracle heel of the chief's son, aligned himself with the ruling class. And what he's going to be doing with this decree is wiping out any need for any more clergy, making him the sole voice of the god boktru in the village, uh, which has gotten all the clergy upset. Sure.
3: So I think we should go investigate the uh, the clergy there, but I don't think we should make too much noise because I'm sure that he's keeping a very close eye on these clergymen with this
2: decree coming tomorrow. So,
0: do you have a oh, do you have like a map or something of the town?
2: Um, not of the town. The town's very simple. Okay. Um, the town is kind of branches out from the village square where there's um some announcements are made. There's a couple shops outside of that, you know, your typical general store, there's a bar, there's a weaponsmith, uh houses that kind of you know, a mixture of mud huts, a mixture of wood structures. And then probably like the largest buildings there are the the chief's chambers, which are actually built into the stone ruins of the old elven civilization that lived mm-hmm. here long ago. And they've kind of built on that.
0: Before we go talk to the clergy, I feel like we need to grab some grub first at the old uh, establishment in town and we can maybe glean some information. You're a little sure, let's get
2: let's get some food. So you uh you kind of wind your way to the bar. The So you're still familiar with the marsh as you've been a hermit out in the outside the town. Um for you uh shanty sea breeze, it's a uh, it's, it's a welcome home. It's unpleasant, but it's also familiar. The the buzzing of flies around you, the sound of frogs chirping in the in the in the bog. Um, there's a, a mist that almost always sits at about ankle high, sweeping over the ground. You guys make your way over to the bar, kind of kind of pushing through the mud and uh, making your
0: way in, and
2: you enter the bar.
0: All right, so I walk in. Um... Well, let me roll a perception check to see if I... Sure, go ahead. I see for individuals. That is a 7.
2: So, 15. 15. You come in and take a look, Shanty. You don't really notice anything. Your stomach is really grumbling. You can't really think about what other people are doing. Khan, uh, you come in a little bit more composed, and you're able to kind of survey the scene. You see a couple... Um, Drunk uh, half orcs, kind of singing songs over in the corner. They look like they're muddy. They've been working. They've been working the land. Uh, the bartender is behind the bar, just uh, cleaning some glasses, kind of doing his stuff. It's not incredibly full. Um, you do notice uh, two guards in uniform having a drink over in the far corner of the bar, and they seem to be whispering. You don't hear what they're saying, but they. You find it odd that these two striking, um, these two striking, powerful-looking guards are hunched over, whispering to each other. That strikes you as odd.
3: All right, I'm gonna grab my my buddy here, Shanty's uh, shoulder, and kind of we're gonna go sit near near these two guards, maybe with an earshot, but not like. Encroaching okay. on their space,
2: really, just kind of. I'm gonna have you make a stealth check. You're not hiding from them, but you just like to act casual so they don't notice I that you I grab you're a plate of food. Dropping. Like
0: I, first off, I grab and go grab a plate of food from the uh, um, barkeep and Do you, a, do you go drink. with them?
2: Uh, so at least we Kong? look like we're trying to. Do you, to you sit grab down food along with them? No okay so you go down and sit down first what's your uh dexterity or your stealth check so i i rolled a 17 and i've oh, got a yeah. plus
3: two stealth plus my dexterity modifier so
2: that's a 22 yeah you're just you just kind of like slip into the roll, you're just like you're just oh yeah i'm just gonna sit down acting casual they don't even blink an eye at you when you sit down
0: i rolled a one
2: <laughs> roll again Oh, no.
0: Full of 19. Okay. So, uh...
3: There goes that plan. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so
2: he's sitting down at the table, maybe about 10 feet away from them. And then you come in, and you're acting casual, and you end up, like, kicking a chair as you come in, knocking some cups to the ground that were uh, kind of placed up against it. As they clatter, um, you hear the one of the guards kind of like... And he hushes the other one. And he looks up at you. He's like, "Do you have a problem?"
0: No, 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 no. I, I just don't have my sea legs. Like, I still have my sea legs. I need to get. I haven't been back in a while, and I'm sorry. This most of the most of the stuff I eat is on a boat, and it's rocking back and forth. I don't know what this dry land's like. Don't worry about me. And I sit
2: down. They now they're talking more openly, loudly, but just about normal stuff. They're talking. They're talking about the day specials. one of them's talking about how drunk he got last night con can you make me another perception check yeah
0: wait, wait, wait.
3: Oh. okay i rolled a five which would mean i'm
2: at seven so the other one gets up and leaves and the other one just kind of stays seating it looks like he's uh reading some parchment he's got i'm gonna try to make eye contact with uh shanty sea breeze
3: I'm going to make eye contact with the shanty and and literally be like, are you kidding me,
0: you idiot? (laughs) Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hit the damn chair. Like, I don't don't know, you know. You ruined it.
3: I'm just going to give him, like, this exacerbated, like, head shake. Like,
2: are you serious? But I'm going to just continue to chill there. Just quick, quick sidebar. What was your guys' relationship growing up as cousins? You knew each other. Were you guys rivals? Were you guys friendly? Were you guys, uh... So, so in my mind, i am I...
3: I'm just going through the past and I just remember how kind of awkward Shanty was as a, <laughs> yeah. as a teen. And, you know, we, we would have to actually hang out quite a bit, but Shanty was always getting into trouble and doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I, uh, I was trying to be like the voice of reason, but
0: yeah, that, that makes sense. And, uh, I, I feel like over the years since I've turned to, uh, the goddess of the sea, I've kind of, uh, turned a leaf from my, uh, my days of debauchery. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still there and sometimes comes out, but uh, sometimes <laughs> I decide to not make the bad decision.
2: I just want a little bit of context for
3: you uh, guys. So I, I look over
0: and I was like, well, the, well the, oh, the last card's still there. Like, maybe we want to. Uh,
3: I'm going to mention that to Shanty that there's uh, the guards taking a look at some parchment. I don't know what's on it. So really well. maybe we can uh,
0: call or over or one of the serving girls and uh, maybe we can have her either distract him so that we can slip it or we can have her slip it from him like you know cleaning up his plate and slip the parchment I think it would be easier to have her distract him and we take the parchment
2: so I'm going to say as far as resources I didn't really go through this Um, as a hermit I'm going to say you have 10 gold as a working sailor I'm going to say you have 50
0: so I call over one of the uh, the barmaids how do you do it? and uh I, uh, so, and I was like, hey, hey, miss, I, uh, uh, I need a refill of my drink, please.
2: Kind of a stout, stocky, young half dwarf woman. Uh, looks kind of like the bartender. You think maybe daughter or something like that. Mm-hmm. Comes, uh, kind of stomping over to you. She goes, what do you have?
0: Um, I, you, you see that, uh, guard around the around the bend behind me a little bit.
1: Who knows? Mm -hmm.
0: I need him to get up from his chair while leaving that parchment that he has.
2: How does this involve
0: me? I slip her ten gold. Ten gold? Her eyes kind of uh, shine
2: up. What do you need?
0: Well, I need you to separate him from his uh, parchment, or at least distract him enough that we can slip it from him, or my associate can. She
2: she leans, leans in, she's like, I'm no thief, but... I'll make a distraction. Give me a moment.
0: Sounds like a plan.
2: So she uh, goes back over to the uh, behind the bar, grabs a tray full of different ales and uh, some water and some like uh, cleaning, some cleaning water she uses all on one tray, and I'm gonna have her roll a performance. 18. Hey, AC Shanty. What's what's the
3: plan here? Are we just gonna nab this thing and run? I, I want, like I want, I want
0: you to nab it and then walk out because you're you're quick with the fingers. I'm not.
3: Okay, we're all just right. booking it then. Okay,
0: or we're gonna we're gonna walk out and stealth out as quickly as we can. All right, all right. or you and can do
2: it. <laughs> and, get right and out that's of That's the play. Hand. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's it. All, all right. right. So she walks over and she, <laughs> she so she makes eye contact with you, Shanty, and she gives you kind of an eyebrow raise, like a watch this. And she uh, she walks past him with the tray, and she kicks her own heel, and the tray goes flying, landing on the guard. Like, oh god, I'm sorry, and it, he's just covered in shit. And uh all right, now's the time. I'm you know gonna what? I'm gonna make a quick I'm gonna slide a hand slide check. a
3: hand here to try to see if I can get my hands on that map. That's a uh, Slide a hand plus dexterity, so that'd be a seven. Mm-hmm. Do you have a proficiency with it? No.
2: Okay. Plus seven, he's gonna roll it at he's gonna roll his perception at disadvantage. Sixteen and three.
3: We got lucky there,
2: man. Yep. Yes we did. So you got lucky. You you not one of your smoothest snag jobs, but you're able to so you kinda like get up, you're like, oh, oh like surprised by the mess, and as doing it you put your hand on the table and kinda like thumb it and just swipe it down and bring it into your pocket. He stands up irate, and he shoves the barmaid down on the ground. He's like, you insolent fool! Ugh! And he uh, grabs the stuff, and the cups and plates that were left on the table, he sweeps them off the table, landing on top of her, and he uh, gets up and starts marching out of the bar.
0: Well, then I guess at this point we just play it cool while he walks out. Can I intimidate the barmaid?
2: Intimidate the barmaid, yeah. <laughs>
3: Nineteen. <laughs> what uh, do you say? Plus, hold on, nineteen plus. It's
1: five. <laughs> so oh, so she's
2: so she's laying on the ground, covered in shit and the leftover food that the
3: guy dumped on her. Man, what do you say? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yell at. I'm gonna say, you dumb
2: winch. She looks up at you with her, with her, uh, with her kind eyes and kind of whimpers. Gets up and kind of crying underneath her breath runs over runs back into the uh, into the back room. Wow. Well,
3: I mean, well, I if, he, like, if he left, I guess I didn't need to intimidate. Jeez. So then I looked I over at you
0: after you did this and I was like, if you're going to insult somebody, you should spend some time on the seas first to learn a few things.
3: I don't know my customers well. I only. I
2: only swear at logs and
3: critters. (laughs)
1: The squirrel is mighty squared. War cleric Shanty Seabreeze and his hermit cousin Khan review the guard's parchment. In it are orders for the guards to attend Rakuman's decree signing the next day. Our heroes develop a plan to steal the guards' identities and make an attempt on Rakuman's life at the decree signing if they fail overnight. After they visit the clergy at the village's place of worship to try and drum up support for Rakuman's assassination.
0: All right. So first off, let's head to uh, the the cler- where the clergy are. Yep. The ones that have been or about to be burned.
2: Uh, yeah, they're going to be
3: dethroned.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So there's actually a, a small. I'm to drop it. There's a there's a small building off to the off to the left of the. Uh, <clears throat> royal structure where it's the place of worship, and that's where the clergy reside.
3: We talking like mosque, or we talking like dirt hut with fire in the middle? Are we talking?
2: It's more like dirt hut with fire in the middle. All right. There's there's maybe uh, there's like three clergymen around there. It looks like they're doing chores, cleaning, refilling uh, saucers of water, stuff like that.
3: I'm gonna straight up lie and say that um, I had a dream last night that I'm supposed to kill. Sorry, I'm telling this to Seabreeze like overtly as I walk into the okay. the place of worship. Make
2: that... a perf- performance check. Well, performance or deception? I'll say whichever one's best.
0: What's hilarious is he has a negative two to charisma. <laughs> so that's, that's going
2: be... That's a four. Four. So
0: yeah, you <laughs> like... rolled a six minus two. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so you you're like, I had a wet dream. A dream about uh. And uh, some of the priests kind of look up at you, and they're like, Is "This guy crazy." Can I start to
3: spout some religion here at them about about how I feel like I'm? Uh... Make
2: do you have a religion? I do.
3: Yeah, make a I religion am check. In religion. I rolled a five, <laughs> uh, so that
2: would be a intelligence of zero so plus two, so seven.
3: I rolled a seven.
2: Yeah, so you know some of the basics. You start talking about some of the basic tenets of uh, Bogtrude mm-hmm. and how um, how you exemplify these things and strength and mm-hmm. uh, I do, I really do, and uh, just kind of just kind of spouting, kind of like uh, Sunday school doctrine kind of stuff. Bingo. One of the uh, one you notice one of the clergy members slowly shuffling his way towards you. Jordan, were you gonna say anything?
0: I was looking over at Khan, uh, and I'm like, "What? What are you trying to do? This is <laughs> seems very foolhardy." And I, I look over um, and see if there is a um, a donation section for tithings. Uh,
2: there is a there is a tithing. Uh, you're from, you used to come here as a boy, and there is a tithing box up. up front. I grab
0: two gold coins from a pouch and I toss it very loudly into the metal tithing so they clearly know that I put some coinage.
2: Make a dexterity check.
0: I just drop it in and
2: I want to see how well you do it. Crit fail. <laughs> oh, that's again. a one. So you go to drop that's the coins. second you go to, crit <laughs> fail. You go to drop the coins in the in the <laughs> box We're and, and you miss the box. Times. And the coins go scattering, and they kind of—in order to get your coins back, you kind of gotta fish them out from underneath with something.
0: What I do is I just grab two more coins and just stick in there. I just don't even care. I'm like, (laughs) fuck me. I'm like,
2: okay. It makes a loud clink, and um, the clergyman who's shuffling towards you goes, "Thank you, thank you so much."
1: Shanty Seabreeze attempts to schmooze the clerics by showing off his own holy symbol. Our heroes divulge their intention to assassinate Rakuman. The clergyman supports their cause by sharing vital information. The location of an orc woman's house that Rakuman has been frequenting nights. Before leaving, they ask the clergyman about the upcoming bazaar.
0: I do have one question regarding the bazaar. Are there food vendors at the bazaar?
2: Food trucks. He, let, he lets out a, a kind of a chuckle. He's like, "Oh my boy, you've been gone too long." We have roasted frogs on a stick, slow cooked possum, swamp weed, everything you could ever imagine.
0: Well, the thing is, I'm thinking. Do, does do you is there? Do you have any idea if maybe? Uh, Dines in some of these delicacies, we need to be, because he might be in disguise. Oh, if
2: you knew anything about raccoon, he's always got some food, he's always shoving some food down his gullet or drinking some sort of wine. He, any pleasure you can think of inviting, he takes.
0: I'm thinking of maybe disguising ourselves possibly as chefs who run a food stall. And then uh,
3: that new that new new food that people gotta try exactly korean fusion uh.
2: he goes i'm he sorry but i don't need to know the details that's all i know about true be praised whoa what is that mystical bird on the air
0: it is a call to eat my vitamins what vitamins are you taking roll roll to see
1: how well you eat your vitamins yeah Crit fail. <laughs> it is, it is yeah. a crit fail. Yeah. Looks you like you choked sub- death on your like, vitamins. Looks like suppository
2: this time.
3: <laughs> oh
1: no! <laughs> Mistake this is so up.
3: bad.
2: He thinks anal. This is three means. crit
0: fails in a row. Now I'm not gonna.
2: Okay, we're good. Now get your crit fails out of the way, man. <laughs> All okay. right, so you guys go out an hour, maybe hour and a half until the bazaar
3: kicks uh, off. Yeah, I give uh, Shishanti the, like, no, nah, no, nah, let's get out of here because got, we got something stuff to discuss.
0: Yes. All right, so would you like to head? I I, I look at him. and I was like, let's head back to the house. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. You you do know that many of the vendors and many of the people work at the market in the different tents and establishments um, around this time start setting up. And okay. um, but then it'll kick off in about next next hour. hour I'm
0: thinking we should either A take over a stall or B, if we could maybe, uh, there could be one that we could just like rent or something, and we can whip up some croco tacos.
3: Croco tacos. This is this is catching on, isn't it? it All is, right,
0: <laughs> this is catching on.
3: Um, I feel like I'm not a good cook. Um, so we may need. Uh... What
0: would you roll? What would you make us roll as a cook check? Survival. I feel like I could uh, handle that moderately All right. well. All right, I will go.
3: I will go get us a Krakow.
0: Okay. So let's see if we can. <laughs> um, let's head to the market and let's see if we can uh, find us uh, some ingredients and maybe some uh, chef duds.
2: So are you guys both going to the market?
0: Um, I say one of us goes to the market and the other one tries to procure a stall.
2: So the the star the stalls are at the market. Okay. So like, well, so like. Let's Here. investigate. Let's I'm, go. I'm, I'm Yeah, gonna, yeah. I'm going to give you a map, little map of the marketplace. There's kind of a soapbox where announcements are made from the center as well as uh, several tents and uh, little pop-up shops surrounding. Uh, so you guys are both heading to the bazaar to uh, see about.
0: Yeah, at this point, I think uh, we need to get a uh, shop set up. Or at least procure some sort of location.
2: So you, do, all the shops are kind of there, and the spaces are spoken for. No, no. So Wheelin' Dealin' Half Orc City. So. Um.
0: I uh, so I try to. I use a perception to see if there seems to be like kind of a, a little crappier one. Uh, maybe someone who seems a little bit uh, less well-to-do than the other ones. Okay. That is a 23.
2: Yeah. Use for percent You see the one um from your position bottom left? That guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one you see it's just one um one old man there and he's hanging up some some fish and his fish don't seem nearly as good as the one across the way from him and he seems old and he's having a hard time getting his uh things set up and uh uh, definitely a little bit more uh, shantier than the other nice tents.
0: So I go up and roll up on him and uh, I'm like, hello my friend, uh, how, uh, how is business treating you these days?
1: Shanty strikes a bargain with the pathetic old man to use his tent and his help for a sum of gold plus a cut of the profits from Croco Tacos, their hastily assembled, fraudulent food shack. Khan helps set up, and they attempt to procure ingredients as the bazaar draws nigh.
3: I've got to put the sign up that says Croco Tacos, so uh-huh. we'll be working on that. Yeah. All
0: right, and I'm going to head to... Uh... <laughs> Uh, meat dealer real quick and go pick up the ingredients all right um
2: so yeah you can you can buy a full uh um, skinned uncooked uh, crocodile for uh for two gold okay or you can buy a some cuts of already cooked I'm
0: gonna, um, I'm, how much is the was the how much are the cuts uh you
2: can you can get a dozen cuts for uh three gold
0: um, I'm gonna buy two dozen cuts okay so,
2: minus six gold, Mm-hmm.
0: and win? then also the other ingredients that I need would that be like another gold or make two? a
2: survival check? See what kind of uh, see what kind of cooking
3: you got to bring some of that
2: that overseas. <laughs> <laughs> Crit failed again.
0: Crit
3: fail no. Crit fail.
2: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So you buy what you think are good <laughs> spices for this thing. <laughs> so you buy some. <laughs> you buy some very bitter root extract that comes from the swamp. And you also. Oh my god! And uh, you you think that'll taste really good on this on this these croco
0: tacos?
2: (laughs) You you think you remember seeing a recipe like that when you were a kid? So you buy that, and he gladly gives you, uh, sells you that spice with the crocodile cuts.
1: After acquiring questionable croco taco ingredients, our heroes determine the correct dose of poison required to kill Raccoon. The bazaar gets underway, and they wait.
3: Alright, can I walk around the bazaar and uh, just kind of keep an eye out? Sure. I, I see that Jordan's cooking up. He's doing Gordon Ramsay stuff over so there. So
2: make a, make a perception check. Oh, that's a five. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you don't... Yeah, there's people. It's a pretty tight crowd. There's probably, you know, 80 to 100 people in this... Uh, bizarre square here um you do notice a small um, it looks like up front there's a like a small group of people that are moving through the crowd and as they move through the crowd, people move away
3: this, I'm you, gonna continue to examine and watch that group so do you do out you, of the corner of my eye do you um <clears throat> do you uh so you go up to them
2: no. Or do you get closer or are you
3: see Yeah, I, I, like, I, I meander around, but I'm not, I'm not drawing too close. That, I mean, I'm just milling around the bazaar currently, kind of keeping
2: an eye on him. Okay, so as you get closer, you see, you don't really see much. You're not getting close enough to perceive what's, in, what's actually doing it, but you do hear kind of a distinct voice, kind of uh, ringing a little bit louder than some of the others. He has a very
1: distinct twang and uh, kind of a tone of authority. Hello, it's me Rakuman. I come in. My name Rakuman. I love the bazaar. I love to visit bazaar and see all the half orcs of the village. Hello. Hello to you. Hello to you. Yes. You don't see the
2: individual this is coming from, but it's a very distinct voice kind of ringing out and as he talks to people, people, you know, kind of oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, good to see you. Whatever whatever you need, whatever you need and they kind of like move kind of part ways and uh please excuse
1: him. guard <laughs> i walk through to see my people i mean you know they're not my people but they're kind of my people hello <laughs> to you good evening <laughs> food smells so good and bizarre <laughs> <clears throat> there is one horrible sense but i don't know <laughs> where it's coming from
0: <laughs>
1: so uh what are you guys uh what are you guys up to
0: um so i want to uh I wanna look over at the old man and uh, uh, tell him to uh take over for a second. And I want to uh, scan the crowd a bit. Just make a, like make a
2: perception check?
1: Crick oh,
0: roll again.
2: I wanna say
3: that's a six, I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no!
1: Double criter No, Chris-
0: no! That,
3: that is another one, everyone. So That is a, Chris- so... on
0: a This dice
1: does... It's going away. Chancy Seabreeze. Wow.
0: This dice is loaded.
1: You brought it.
0: <laughs> you. Oh.
2: <laughs> you you leave to go inspect the bazaar, but you walk the wrong way, and you leave the bazaar. <laughs> and you find... Before you know it, you find yourselves like... You're like, oh, where is everybody? And you, the ground gets kind of wet and swampy, and you find a... Feel yourself pulling your boots out of the mud and then you're met with a big wooden wall. And you find yourself on the outer perimeter of the village, up against the wood barriers. And then you realize, oh shit, I've gone
0: the wrong way. Okay. Um so I head I head back.
2: To- as as you begin your trek back, uh Khan, what are you up to? Well, I, I look over at our stall
3: and I see that only the old man is there. Uh and he's probably like <laughs> looking at the poison vial like that's an ingredient. So I go and I scamper over to uh back to our food, food stall and I kind
1: of kind of try to assist, I guess. What is what is West? What are you looking for?
0: Sorry, I dropped my pencil. So, I like, cursed failed the pencil. West
1: <laughs> dropped his pencil in my <laughs> fridge and can't find it.
0: <laughs> he's <laughs> looking for the
1: pencil. Oh my I it was great. Is it not it's over, not over here? here? It's not right here.
0: No, I had it in my hand, and as I went
1: to grab it, I dropped the pencil, and I have no idea where it is. Wow. Dungeon Master West eventually finds his pencil in my fridge after pulling out half of its contents, and returns to the table to resume the session.
2: Alright, so you head back, um, the old man's like, Where's your, where's your friend? I don't know. He just left. Started walking out into the swamp.
3: I'm gonna. Say, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: I didn't even know he left. All
0: right. So I start. I head back to the stall. I was my, like, no, no, no. My, so you're you're. I he- head back to the stall.
2: So you're helping him, kind of like get shit set up. And a few minutes later, five minutes or so, a very muddy looking <laughs> <laughs> the shanty sea breeze <laughs> scampers his way back to the stall. D- you a little too
0: busy to work on this with me, man. What's going on? And I thought I. I don't know what happened. I kind of... I was trying to figure out what's going on right now in the bazaar, you know. uh, Just trying to check out some stuff, and I guess I just got lost. (laughs) You know what? Shake my head. I missed missed the water. I needed to touch water. Ocean is calling. Have you seen anything?
3: Uh, Yeah, so I heard this uh, Borat-sounding dude walking around.
0: (laughs) What's a Borat? I don't know,
3: man. It just came to me. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, he's uh, walking around, claiming that these are his people, and making just you know kind of shrill noises coming out of this
2: guy. <laughs> so um- you actually hear something semi similar to that as you see the man that this voice was coming from. He's over at the stall next to you. He seems to be in a little bit of a heated discussion with with one of the vendors next to you, selling uh, goods and wares.
3: I'm gonna ask the old man working are going stall and be like yo is that that uh Rakuman man I've been hearing a lot about
2: shh, shh, shh. he goes yes yes that's Rakuman. pay give him give him best service give him the best service you can and you hear a little bit of the conversation going on next to you
1: Raccoon I require I, uh, deal I <laughs> I come by this stall every time I I've yet to get the deal I expect you know you can could- you got me, a deal, I uh, huh?
2: I always give you a great deal, Rakumin. Well,
1: I I protect this booth. You do very poorly. I I visit your wife, and uh, I you know I do a lot for your family. So you you make deal. I,
2: my children have got to eat, Rakumin.
1: Oh, that's fine. I'm that's not my problem. Pray, you should pray more to Brock. to what his name? I <laughs> don't remember. He's great. He got a great god. Yes, we are lucky to have a... Spiritual, yes, you really leader. Are. You like are. You. Thank you. I, I've
2: come back later. And he bows his head and I, uh, he, he gives his little trinkets. I over quickly, to quickly, I quickly
0: look over at uh, Khan. Khan. <laughs> I quickly look over at Khan. I'm like, do you remember when they when he said that they um, Rakuman was to be disguised? Oh yeah. I don't know if this is the real Rakuman. Okay. This is this might be a body okay. double. We need to be on the lookout for somebody else that may fit his description that okay. may be coming around. I
3: also feel like we should continue with our plan and serve this guy up some special sauce, do you know what I mean?
0: I don't wanna serve it to this man. Okay. Because this this is this smells like a trap. You know you know, I've seen have have you ever seen what a squid does? I've seen a squid, it fakes and then the octopus comes out and nabs. Because the octopus is the real... Everyone knows squid <laughs> and octopus work in tandem. <laughs> you know, tentacle brothers.
3: You know, while you were out walking in the swamp a little bit ago, <laughs> I was cooking up this uh, this this gator steak.
0: Don't serve the special steak to this one. Give him an actual good croco taco. Mm-hmm.
2: So, Raccoon comes up to your... Uh table. He kind of looks you up and down. Kind of leans over, whispers something to his guard. And then he just starts asking
1: you what you got. What is this new booth? What <laughs> is this newfangled dish? You serve... What do you serve? We serve a croco taco. Croco taco? <laughs> mm, sound delicious.
0: You know, we ha- you, you, we know that you are a, a big man in town. We, we have one for free for you.
1: I love the delicacies. The local eats... I would love to eat one.
0: Well, we'll serve you All up. All right, you give him one? Yes, we just give him one. A regular one. <laughs> so Rakuman
2: ra- ra- takes it, chews on it a little bit, and then
1: seems like he's, you know... Uh, it's okay. What kind of spices use? <laughs> Unique flavor. Uh, I can appreciate that. They use
0: a wine demi
1: Oh, very nice. Uh, it's, it's okay. Com- It'll be better <laughs> it, next <it's> time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we will Keep trying. You know,
0: you know. It, it's a work in progress. This is our first time. We, we hope that you uh, come back when we have a better pro- product next time we have uh, the bazaar.
1: Good idea. Uh, you worship more. I believe that is the answer. Worship Raku... I brought to... Not Raku, <laughs> man, But if you like, you can. It's okay. <laughs>
0: uh, have you... Do you know uh, Umberly as well? She she's a great goddess of the sea.
1: I have heard of her. She's very good looking. Yes. Should you tell her visit Rakumen? Do
0: you do you know? You know what? If you pray, she may pay you a visit. I I know she's paid me a visit many a time.
1: You're a good pious orc. I can tell. I like you. (laughs) I can also
0: I can also cook you pies. (sighs) Would you? I mean, next time we have bazaar, I know you come. I'll bring a pie.
1: I always come to bazaar. Rakum love bazaar.
0: You know, we do croco pies, not just croco taco.
1: Croco pies. Oh, I you, you will like eat. you like gravy? I love gravy.
0: We'll put gravy in the pie with the croc. Mm, do that, yes, please. Put lime in the croc, you nut. Know.
1: You know, I actually w- send one up to a palace, to a royal place where I sleep deep within the chambers. Have one sent up to me. You know,
0: you will do this. Yes. You will do this. <laughs> when would you care for pie? Tonight. Well, sounds like a plan. We can do so. So one of his guards leans in and whispers
2: something into Raccoon's ear. Uh, Raccoon uh, answers with a...
1: "Yeah, uh, Yes, now we do... Okay, okay, okay.
2: And the guards kind of uh, usher him away towards that center soapbox at the, at the center of the bazaar. And you see him, he stands up on top of there, and he begins to uh, address the crowd. As soon as he comes up, those torches are lit, and a bit of a crowd kind of circles around him.
1: Oh, you know, hey, it Raccoon, Man, it, Raccoon, Man, you love Raccoon Man. I, I not prepare speech, but always prepared to speak to my beloved orcs of Resbird. Um, you know... I don't like to toot my orc horn, but uh, things have gotten a little better since raccoon came around. You know, a swamp potato used to be horrible. <laughs> swamp potato, not so bad now. I think they're good. Uh, village overrun by giant muskrats used to be now the uh the y o c the young orc coalition has uh, of my creation has cleaned up the streets. We give young Orc with no future club they kill muskrats. It's my favorite program, and we all know how i uh healed uh the chief's son and his horrible swamp dick that he had um we all know this, you know but but really, I just want to invite everyone to come tomorrow to the uh, decree signing that will be happening. It, it It'll be a great moment for uh for me i mean uh for Bag you know, <laughs> as I will be given additional powers uh i mean have the opportunity to serve the people <laughs> in spiritual matters, so you come, you bring your wives, you come to if you like witness my greatness hey! and w- hey oh, you God. hear a man uh interrupting him
2: and shouting out uh. Something at Raccoon and seems to be a very drunk orc kind of on the outskirts of the crowd. It's uh, he confused, I think. I
1: don't know. He's a charlatan, is. and I think he's 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 uh, he's upset. It's okay, it's he goes, okay.
2: And as um he kind of waves his hand in front of him, kind of trying to calm people, the man heckling him he goes, You're a shot. Char- and he
1: stops mid-sentence, and he's frozen still. What happened out there, you swamp cats? Got your tongue? Oh, <laughs> I think you—you've you, thought better of what you were doing. You've said enough, I think. We've—it's mm-hmm. fine. So you see this man frozen
2: still, his eyes still like with a very scared look in them. As two guards come out from the side, grab him by the arms and wanna, drag him I wanna away. I want to
0: make a perception check to see if I can see anybody who have made any sort of like somatic movements or anything. Sure to see if there's anybody in the crowd who may have done this. Mm-hmm. What's
3: a somatic movement?
0: Like a I rolled a, a spell 17 cast. on my perception. Like I was just doing. Yeah.
2: Raccoon. All right. It looks like you can kind of tell like the way he was as a fellow magic user when he was like kind of like quieting and doing the stuff he was actually moving his hands in a way that looked like he was casting some sort of spell.
1: Mm-hmm. This man's silent by choice. I don't know why <laughs> you in- intimate I use magic. <laughs> Rakuman just has a few, a uh, few more parting words. Yes, so you come. I, I be, the I chief signed decree. I become supreme servant <laughs> of the god that you all, you all worship. It's fine. Okay, thank you.
2: Rakuman steps down from the platform. He was given his speech and uh, continues to, um, to walk around the crowd, visiting some of the other bazaars and talking to some of the people. You guys just witnessed all this, what are you guys thinking? I'm gonna whisper to sea shanty and be like,
0: "Why didn't we poison him? That seemed like a prime opportunity. It seemed like there was from what we were told he is supposed to be disguised.
3: Well, at least we get to bring him a pie tonight
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna
2: I'm gonna jump in off track just reiterating what I said earlier. I said people don't know where he is a lot of the times because if he wants to go places he is able to go in disguise or go through unseen paths to get where he wants to go. Um, that was the extent of oh, the okay. disguise talk. All
0: right. Well, then I misheard that. It's, it's all good. Um, so
2: he, he's just kind of walking around the crowd rubbing shoulders shaking down uh, shaking down
1: merchants for their wares. You pay, yes. You pay. I protect Booth, you give. That's, <laughs> you give. It's, uh, it's a service I provide. Okay, thank you.
2: Alright, what are you guys thinking?
0: Um... I'm looking, I was like, well, maybe we should uh make that pie
3: with the special sauce, of course, okay, good plan,
0: so you guys uh
2: make the uh make a survival check, see how good the pie is I'm
0: gonna roll guidance all right, so I got a, oh, you got a seven.
2: seventeen okay, so you're able to whip up a pretty good pie uh which poison do you put in it
0: uh since it has a filling, I use a liquid poison
2: okay. So you um, probably takes about half the vial to give you what you need. You think for the pie, yes. And you uh, send it with uh, one of the carriers, one of the, to uh, send it up to the castle address to uh, Raccoon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Duck, dog, dog. That's dangerous. You, um, as the boy is uh, starting to leave the bazaar, you hear Raccoon hail the boy down, and start asking him if, if that's the pie he want- he was promised.
1: Is this uh, is this pie? I kinda did the did muddy sailor give you this pie?
2: He goes, I asked y- him y- this isn't too far away from you. It's probably like twenty feet away from your guys It's bizarre. Things are starting to thin out a little bit, but Raccoon is still making the rounds. He uh says uh yes it's addressed to you sir would you like it now
1: yeah I think so I don't uh I don't think I'll go back to chambers right away so I might as well bring pie with me
2: Rakuman takes the pie and kind of gives you guys a nod and a wave Yep. yep. thank Give you him a thumbs up and uh
3: yeah, one, a yeah. one
1: one of the guards don't get... motion too aggressively <laughs> toward me <laughs>
2: one of the guards gets down on his hands and knees and uh, uh, Rakuman puts the pie on his back and starts <laughs> cutting into it. And he just starts devouring this pie. Oh. He just starts eating it. And...
1: Croco pie. Great invention. <laughs>
2: Great invention. You see him. All of a sudden he kind of holds his stomach.
1: <clears throat> uh, let's out a big burp. And, but he seems fine. That was lovely. Thank you very much, sailor. Muddy sailor. <laughs> Thank you.
2: And uh, Raccoon then uh, starts walking off with his uh, two guards.
1: That Let's are go. Behind
2: him. I'm done here. Thought we agreed we put the special sauce in that pie. I did. Oh, you I did. You put more than a- enough than what your th- that should have
0: killed somebody.
2: But Rakuman seems to be unfazed <laughs> by what the poison he just ingested.
0: Well, we might need to visit him and his lady of the night.
1: Are you suggesting a threesome? <laughs>
0: I'm suggesting a foursome.
1: <laughs> Khan and Shanty Seabreeze, dumbfounded by the poison's ineffectiveness, follow Rakuman to the home the clergyman told them about earlier. They find it fronted by two guards, with Rakuman presumably inside.
3: I'm trying to figure out what your play is here. see see, see Shanty, are we are we gonna go in there and just punch and kick the guy to death? Or
0: I got a maul.
3: Okay. We can squish his head. Okay. In the act. Dude, yeah. Let's do it.
0: His yeah. blood isn't in his arms, so he might be weaker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They and well, my third arm. What are <laughs> you guys planning?
3: Do we want to knock out the guards?
0: No, that might make too much of a suspicion. Get in your mic, uh, Jordan. Oh, that might be too suspicious. Like, there's like dead, like guards or knocked out guards. I was
3: thinking we dress up as them, take their spot.
0: Hmm, that's true. Maybe we could, but at the same time, well, they might not go down on one a, um, uh, one thing. Um, what if I pour a little bit of the poison in the last bottle of wine that I have, and maybe try to offer it to them?
3: Don't forget that we have an air, uh, post, or the the powdered stuff can be inhaled. Also, awesome. so all we have to do is blow it in their direction. Who? But you're talking about killing innocent guards.
0: I don't know how innocent they are that they're dealing with uh, the nobles.
3: There's the old sea shanty I always known. <laughs> <laughs> Going half-cocked to kill people.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so I want to see if I can... Uh, um, I, and I look over and I was like, you might be better apt to uh, blow it in their face.
3: Now you're gonna make me kill them, <laughs> <laughs> just, just to just to clarify here. You come up with a plan or to kill would you the rather,
0: guards. Would you rather us just silently take them out?
3: I, I I think silently knocking them out would be probably a better better. Uh, are they? Approach. Are their
0: backs against a wall? Uh, their
2: back is. They're kind of on a corner. There's like an alley that goes behind them as well as other buildings.
0: Is there a way that we can sneak behind them? Well, kind of and make uh, each of us grab one guard? And...
2: You can sneak behind them. You can kind of loop around. You'll need to roll another stealth check.
0: I think I'll
2: we'll do that. Let's do that. Let's uh, let's go for the one-two combo on them. I'll get
3: the one on the left.
0: I'll take the one on the right Stealth. Then. We're
3: stealthing? Mm-hmm. Stealth.
0: <laughs> Fuck. Crit oh, fail. <laughs> I rolled so a cr- one. I rolled a
2: 18. Okay. So you uh, loop around, and you're kind of hidden back behind some boxes. And uh, Khan, as he's kind of slipping through, uh, trips over a a stray cat. The cat meows. He falls to the ground. And uh, the guards look behind them. Hey! What are you doing crawling around back there? Just going for a nightly stroll. Uh, What are you doing over there? Make a deception check. Three. You lie through your teeth. What are you doing here? He he kind of I panic parent- he, he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't really panic very he doesn't pull out his
0: club but he starts reaching for it. I look I look over at you and I was like draw him down the alley, I'll take him out. Why did you say it? Draw him down the alley. You want me to do another charisma check? Okay. Or just like start like walking away, and then he doesn't notice me behind the box. I'll clobber him. Um,
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna do an intimidation. Be you like. make a perception
2: check to see if they can hear your uh, instructions. <laughs> <laughs> no, they got a six and nine, so no. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to intimidate them and
3: call them like a bad name and kind of lead okay. them down an alley. All
2: right. So All right. Uh, what do you yell at them? You can take um, a second. to think.
3: Uh, I'm going to call him a tuskless elf fucker that has no balls, no women, and no life. And I'm going to say, you ain't got nothing on me. I'm going to walk down the alley.
2: So they they both start, char- they both pull out their clubs. They're like, you little bastard. And they both come running at you. All right, everybody roll initiative. I got a three. Got a seven. What do you got? I'm at a ten now. So, they start closing the gap on you. They're a little ways away, so they can't attack you this turn, but they can next turn. Uh, what are you doing?
3: I'm going to tuck around the corner and ready.
2: Take a ready action? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, you you
3: kind of... Ready, ready to literally knock one of them on the head as he comes around the corner. Okay.
2: Um, so, they close the distance, and they're... So, they are almost at the corner. They just passed you, so the... Two uh, orc guard, half orc guards, are between both of you.
0: And the one, so do I get a surprise since they don't see me?
2: Um, and your stealth was it's like 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't see you. Yeah, you have surprise.
0: All right. So what I do is I go behind the one that's uh, closest to me, where his back turns towards me, and I grab my maul and pop him on the head. Go for it. Roll an advantage. Uh, you rolled a 1 and a 5. I rolled a 10 on that one. But I'm also I'm going to use my channel divinity to roll a plus 10 to that 10. So I rolled a 20.
2: All right. You hit.
0: Okay. I'm using my maul. I had 10 damage on the first hit. Mm-hmm. And then I use my bonus action to hit him again. Okay. Do I get advantage on that one?
2: Uh, no, you gave away your position.
0: All right. That one is a 23. Or, excuse right. me, 22 to hit. Is it hit? Okay, so 3 plus 4, so 7 plus 3, so another 10 damage. He goes down. You smash him
2: right in the back of the neck. He kind of recoils, and as he starts to turn around, you bash in his face, and his bloody head Whoa. hits the wall next to you and slides down to the ground. Alright, one turns the corner. You have the ready action, so you get to attack first. And so, I, do I get advantage because I'm ready or not? Um. No, because you're not stealthing, but you do get to attack before he does. Seven plus my attack bonus, which is six. So what's that at 13? Uh, First one is a miss. Okay, so then I'm going to... Do I get a
3: bonus attack action if I miss my first attack? Yeah. So then I'm going to go for the fist punch.
2: Which is an eight. After everything, now you miss. So you take the ready action <laughs> and just kind of a bunch punch of and whips. hit around him. He takes a swing at you with his uh, with his club. Uh, no one kills, calls me an elf. He hits you doing six damage. So that was from your ready action. Now you have your actual turn. It is your turn now. Oh, Again. thank you. Oh, I'm going to swing at him and I get a 15. That's a hit. Six plus four is ten. Bam. So yeah, so you club him right in the head and it seems to have him all razzled. Uh right, okay. you have your next attack? Yep. Crit fail. Crit fail another crit fail <laughs> We're gonna have to get a I got five. Um <laughs> So I'm gonna say as you go to punch him, you slip and you fall to the ground and you're now prone on the ground. Maybe you an meant, advantage to, to hit you. Shanty Seabreeze, it is your turn.
0: I go behind him and um, I uh, hit him with my maul or attempt to. Okay, so that is a.
2: He rolled a six.
0: That's an eleven to hit.
2: Yeah, it's a miss. It is back to. Is the guard? He attacks you with advantage. No joke. (laughs) Con. First one was a four. That one's an eighteen, so he hits you, dealing four damage to you. So you are up to ten damage. What's your total hit points? Twenty. Halfway there. <laughs> Alright. It, it is now your turn. You can <laughs> you can get up if you'd like and attack. Um, can I attack from the ground? Yeah, but you're at disadvantage if you attack from the ground. I mean things have been going so well. I feel like
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you wanna try, you wanna try.
2: I feel like I
3: feel like I'm confident in the fact that I can like sweep his legs out or something here.
2: Okay, so if you wanna try and sweep him I'm going to say make it a... It's going to be a little harder to do it, but if you succeed, he's also going to fall prone. I'm
3: just going to hit him with my staff from the
2: ground, if that's Okay, cool. so you're disadvantaged, so you have to roll. take the lowest of the two. I've rolled a 2 and a 16.
3: All right, so you miss <laughs> on that one. Um, and then I'm just going to punch punch for his nuts. Here we go.
1: A nut punch, popular.
3: An 8 plus 6. 14, 14. that's a hit. A, a, nut punch. 1d4
2: four plus four eight so as you reach up and punch him from the ground in the balls you hear a terrible shatter and he swallow and he looks up shocked and looks like he swallows his tongue out of shock and he falls down dead (laughs) jesus (laughs) yeah chuck norris
1: our heroes put on the guards' uniforms and prepare to barge into the orc woman's home in search of Rakumen.
3: Let's pretend like we're the guards and there's an emergency?
0: Yes. This seems to be the most fitting. Well, Well, I don't want to stealth. I want to just, like, look confident, like we're going in for a reason. You open the door. (coughs) Uh, I want to perceive what we see in there. All right, go ahead. Um, That's a 15, or excuse me, 18.
2: 12. Alright. You walk in and you see Raccoon sitting across the table, candlelit table, next to a very attractive half-elk woman. Uh, Raccoon, can Half you... Half-elk? Half-elk. Jesus. Half-elk. <laughs> We're very... going. We're going. We're going with it. He's got mad tusks. Um, Raccoon, can you make me a perception check? Yeah.
1: 16
2: and 3. Uh, These... They look like guards, but they don't look like your guards.
1: Yeah, what happened? A shift change? You don't look like the
0: Norman. How dare you walk in on me, first of all. <laughs> there's There's been a disturbance in the palace. The chief is requesting you. Make a deception check. We're in trouble, boys. You
1: also make a insight check. Four and
0: I rolled three, a six.
1: Seven insight. rolled a six. Six total?
0: Six total. Plus you don't
1: believe him. This seemed unlikely, you know, never to walk in the palace, what? What's going on?
3: You didn't hang a sock on the door? We weren't aware we weren't supposed to come in. No, I need sock when
1: I see lady.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you were a guard, you would know! I pull out my maul, and I look at Raccoon, and I'm like, you know what? I I throw my hood off. (laughs) muddy sailor <laughs> you give me pot you come to give me another pie I'm gonna make a pie with your body
2: Roll initiative
3: <laughs> we gotta we gotta come up with a better line than that
0: dude
1: I'm about to chicken pop pie on your ass four four and then is it plus this one is that right yeah the initiative okay yeah. so, so yeah five, five yeah
2: can I
3: call this?
2: Um, it'll make you have to get a 16 instead of a 14. If I'm going to call this.
3: I'm going to punch him in the balls. Okay, go for the ball <laughs>
2: shot again. Oh.
3: 17. That's a hit.
0: Well, you got an addition to that, too. Oh, yeah. plus uh, six.
3: it's a hit, anyways. Yeah. 23. And I'm going to
2: 1d4 oh. for the punch. Six. <laughs>
1: so,
2: Raccoon, right, you you still have uh, a little bit of blood flow going on there from what was happening. <laughs> I and told you it's the best wild time to strike. half-orc runs in and punches you in the balls. Oh
1: God! You know I, I kind of like it, but I'm so angry. All at the same time.
0: Oh. <clears throat> Don't look away, lady. Don't look at this.
2: Shanty Seabreeze, it is your turn.
0: It is time for Rakuman Pot Pie the real god umberly i cast divine favor on him which means that i get an extra or or actually every time he takes damage he takes an extra 1d4 okay and it lasts for um one minute so six damage from anyone got it. anyone damage from anybody sweet so it's extra 1d4 radiant damage and that's a bonus action so i'm going to use my regular action to charge him and uh hit him with my maul
2: maul go for it
0: nah Twenty. Oh no. So that is four D six plus an extra D six because of savage critical, and then I also do um, all damage dice, so that's an extra two D four damage. So ten plus five, so fifteen, so eighteen, and on top of that is another four, so twenty two damage.
2: So you smash the shit out of (laughs) Rakumi. And he gets blasted in the chest, and he, and he kind of stumbles back. He kind of flips over behind the table, knocking the woman to the ground. He gets up, using her face to kind of leverage himself up. <laughs> Get out of my way! He starts booking it um, around the corner as the house kind of turns, kind of around the corner towards the back entrance.
1: They call me Zoomin Rakuman. As I leave, <laughs> I lay with woman and I leave. This is what I do.
2: So um, he turns the corner and you can't see him at the moment. All right, you guys is uh, back to uh, Khan's turn.
3: I'm gonna pursue him.
2: All right, you pursue him. All right, you turn the corner. Uh, make a perception check. 14. Okay. Yeah, you see him. He just uh, opened up the back door and he's beginning to run out the back door. Can I chase him down and, and, like, tackle him? Sure. Go ahead. What do I do? Uh, just make an athletics check. Six. Plus six. Twelve. Twelve. So you jump at him, and he, you, you barely miss him. His feet kind of, like, dip out from under you, but you're real close to him. Shanty Seabreeze.
0: All right. So I run as fastly as I can to get out there. Am I able to roll up on him, hit him with my maul?
2: Uh, yeah. Make a perception
0: check, though. No, I don't see him. <laughs> he, <laughs> he rolled a two. Oh
2: no! No, you, you see him. Oh, um, He's he,
0: or seven overall. You see
2: Khan at his feet, kind of grabbing at him, trying to stop him, and he kind of he kind of like scampers his way out of, out of the back. You missed. Nice try. Very nice. <laughs> Thank you for pie. <laughs> and the uh, Khan is laying at the threshold of the back door and uh, and he is just now leaving the back door, you're able to make that distance if you'd like. But.
0: Okay, I'm going to crush him with my maul. Okay, go ahead. So Another oh, crit 20. Oh shit! Alright, go ahead. And it's the same amount because I, Divine Fervor is still going on. Go
2: ahead. So you swing this mighty blow. Your god bestows you with this extra strength giving you this critical damage. And it goes through him just like mist. All of a sudden you see uh, Raccoon turn around and look at you saying something snide
1: you miss I I see you next time it's
2: fine don't worry too much don't beat yourself up
1: the vision of Raccoon
2: dissipates and you guys hear the front door swing close and footsteps off in the distance
0: I quit this game (laughs) (laughs) I quit (laughs) I'm just gonna commit seppuku right here (laughs) so
2: don't be
3: discouraged
0: all right what are you guys doing? Run towards the front door to go find him.
2: All right. So you guys run? Yeah. Make perception checks?
0: 17.
2: Um, you see him... 17 also. Okay, you see him uh, maybe about a block down the road running... That direction, screaming out for
1: the guards,
0: guards, guards, guards. Am I able to make a? Hey, no, give me one. Guards, you come! I need. I require assistance. How many feet away from me is yeah. it? Uh, like ninety. I cast my last is spell it, slot. Is it your turn?
3: Oh, I don't know whose turn it is. Um, I would use the step of the wind and use a key to dash, so, so you I can, can dash go sixty feet. Uh, plus ten because I'm unarmored, so I'm at okay. forty, so I can dash eighty. 80, yeah. So you can get pretty close to him. So I'm going to get close to him. So I'm like real close to him, but I'm not touching him even after the dash.
1: Dang. Trying I, ha- I have
2: a club. Can I throw a
3: club at him? <laughs> make,
1: make,
2: a, make a quick perception, though. You could throw a club. You perception. do hear the sound of footsteps getting closer. 19. West, get in the mic. You do hear the sound of footsteps from uh, around the corner getting closer. And you hear the grunting of uh, sounds like a couple different uh, half orcs. I guess I'm gonna throw my club at him. Okay, go ahead. What do I? Sorry. I normal, how do I throw it? N- norm,
0: normal attack. Just throw it. Like, so plus six, like a normal throw. Yeah,
2: you're, if you're proficient in the weapon, you're also proficient in throwing. I'm clearly not because I just <laughs> rolled a five. All right, so that's he, an eleven. So you miss. Oh, okay, he continues to run away uh, as a as a club
1: goes flying over <laughs> his it's shoulder. A, a, a muddy pie making sailor and a t- an <laughs> unsocialized hermit-looking motherfucker are trying to kill me! <laughs>
0: I want to cast Guiding Bolt on him. Okay. And that's 120 feet range. You can make it. Alright. So, that's a plus 5 to hit. Crit 20. 20. Boom, roll and it up. it's actually 4d6 is normal damage, so 8d6 damage. Do it. That's okay. It's
1: like
2: 3 crits in a row.
0: God.
1: It's gonna be a crit one way or the other. We just yeah. don't know which one he's gonna roll.
0: Twenty-four damage.
2: Okay. <clears throat>
0: and it's radiant damage, if that makes any difference. And everybody has advantage to attack him on the next round. So Raccoon
2: takes this bolt right in the back. And he, ah, yeah, falls to the ground, and he appears to be dead. And just as this happens, a uh, couple of the guards turn around the corner. What are,
1: you, what are you guys thinking? Stoke. <laughs> <So, laughs> make them a pie. So they're they're not
2: quite involved in it yet. They just, as soon as they come around, they see Raccoon hit the ground, and they're more concerned on Raccoon. They're just running towards Raccoon than running at you guys, though they do notice you very close to him.
0: I yelled at the guards. I was like, don't touch him. He was hit by some sort of weird magic. We don't know what will disturb him. We might be able to save him. Um, we're hitting them with a straight-up six. Um, no, they do not believe you. I, uh, go. can they I...
3: you f- man! Can I furiously roar and, uh, intimidate them with, uh, brandishing my staff? Just an intimidation check? Yeah. Yeah. You can all right, it. all right. It worked on the woman. So there's four of them. <laughs> Thirteen, uh, plus... Hold on. Just a 13. Always intimidate 15, people 15, lying on the ground.
2: <laughs> one of the guys actually stops, and he's like, what the fuck? And he's just like, what? <laughs> what's going on? But the other three continue to rush towards Raccoon. All right, I'll say you guys each have one more action.
0: I yell, uh, I yell, and I was like, make sure he's dead. I yell that out.
2: Okay,
3: so I'm going to just, <laughs> I'm going to take my staff and hit him on the head as hard as I
2: can. All right, make a uh, roll at advantage.
3: I rolled a foo, you four missed. and a two. <laughs>
1: I'm,
3: I'm really, really not doing so good here today. Okay.
2: Um, all right. So, <laughs> there we are. All right. Um, as you know, part of the half-orc trait of relentless endurance, <laughs> if you hit zero hit points and aren't killed outright, once per day, you can raise back to one hit point. So, you see... As you miss him, you see Raccoon's eyes kind of flicker open, and he's... Get Raccoon! (laughs) Um, Roll roll initiative. Ten. Five. It's the guards' turn. Three of them attack you. Of course they do. Raccoon calls for for the guards to help him. Help me! Do something! Ah. You take six damage... Khan, it is your turn.
1: Gone.
2: Um I'm going to lunge at
3: Rakum and hit him with my staff. Okay.
2: 23. You hit. So he goes back unconscious. He comes back to life for just a little bit. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and then goes back. So he is now making death saves unless you can uh, finish him outright. Uh, you still have your bonus action. All right. Oh! So your normal punching and kicking. Yeah. Punch. 15. Uh, 21. Alright, go ahead. So he's on the ground unconscious, about to die, and you start <laughs> beating on him. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I'm gonna say he loses one of his uh, death save th- throws. Uh, sorry. I rolled a 15 plus 6, so 21. 21. Alright, you hit. Okay, so you do the damage. He's gonna make his last death save. Above a 10. He's alive for the moment. A low of 10. He's dead right now.
1: It is an 8. Oh! uh, He's out, From the the
2: ghost of Raccoon, let's get one final... uh,
1: I lied about pie. It was not so good. (laughs) 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 Alright.
2: Congratulations. You have killed Raccoon. Though you are still in battle.
0: I... Use my dash action to run away as fast as I can. 60 feet and I want to try to just I just run. Bro's leaving me. And I yell. At him, I was like <laughs> I was like, time to time to make like Krako taco and disappear. There's four. I'm of them. about to get
2: beat on. First one, rolls a, six misses. second one, 18 is a hit. What's your armor class? 15. So it's 13 plus 2, so that's a hit. And a 6 is a miss. First one does 7 damage. Uh Uh-oh. Next one is 6 damage. I did. So you fall to 0 hit points, but then you pull through and you've got 1 hit point left. What do you do? I I gotta disengage and run, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so you run 40 feet. Yep. Okay. So you run... Um, they are going to follow you, and how many of the four are going to throw their clubs? <laughs> <laughs> All four of them. <laughs> I'm going to roll them out in the open. Out in the open. Dungeon so master
1: has removed the screen, so they
2: have a plus. First one, four. It's a miss. Second one, sixteen is a hit. Ouch. Second one, fifth, third one, 15 is a hit, four is a miss.
0: You only have one HP left so you're down anyways.
2: Yeah, they deal damage. And you guys have achieved victory, though. At what cost the mighty Khan has been murdered in the street, laying yet laying only 40 feet away from the miserable uh, Rakumin who is who his body is filled with magical, magical burns, shattered nuts.
1: <laughs> I, I, ro- I rose up from nothing <laughs> and my nuts are now nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the.
0: Um, so, Shanty Seabreeze, you have escaped, and uh, what do you do? I head back towards the sea. I'm done with this village.
2: So, you head back victorious with the guilt that you let your cousin die, <laughs> but the victory of ridding the charlatan from
1: the village of Resberg. Did Rakulman impart the identities of his cat killers on the guards? Did the guards see who they were? Yes. I'm curious if the old man at the booth will get a visit later from the
2: guards because he was seen with them. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, above an eight, I'm going to say yes. Four. No, he doesn't. Oh, he so, got away with it. Okay. Um, above a ten, they find out Ilidor.
1: Nope. Wow, and it was just as Khan foretold in stories of their youth, where he was always getting him into trouble, uh-huh, and he <laughs> yeah. has to pay the consequences for sandy <laughs> sea breezes. Foreshadowing. Yeah. yeah wow. yes. Headlined tables created by me, Christopher Patton, and Dungeon Master Wes Lytle. All the background music you hear in this show is by Kevin McLeod, and you can hear more of his awesome stuff at incompetech.com.